Hey, this is Val Selby, and after over 20 years online, I can track where my mindset has blocked me. If procrastination, imposter syndrome, and a lack of focus have been blocking your biz, then Val Full Volume is here to help you see choices you are making. Get ready to use your expertise to collaborate like a pro as you create the business of your dreams. Now is the time to make changes and live your best life. Let's get to it. Hello. Let me start this off by saying, wow, the squirrels are rampant through my brain today. This is the third start to recording for me. I never re-record. I can maybe remember doing it one other time. And here I am. It's not just a re-record. This is a third try. A third try. Because I just went so over into who Val, nobody cares. And this is not like a confidence issue. It's a wow, what the hell are you even talking about? (laughs) It's nothing close to what direction you want. So you're welcome for not putting those on. (laughs) I don't know. I I obviously, I I bet I need to get out of the house and go talk to some people in person. And that will help because I'm just rambling off the deep end. It was insane. And it had nothing to do with what I wanted to talk about today. So that's why I was re-recording. I didn't want to just come on here and just like babble at you. And like five minutes later, you're like, Val, why? Why am I listening to this bullshit? And you're like, I'd be like, yeah, I don't know, girl. Thanks, though. Um, (laughs) So what do I want to talk about today? I want to talk about nurturing your list versus selling to your list. And This is something that everybody has their own opinion on that you must do or you must not do. And first, I want to tell you one thing. Do what works for you. I don't give a shit about what any gurus telling you, longtime marketers telling you. I don't even care if you don't follow my ideas anymore. That's the beauty of uncoaching. I have had it beat into my head doesn't feel right. (laughs) But that's, I mean, that's the analogy, right? I have had it forced into my brain so much because that was what it was for so many years that you nurture, you nurture, you nurture, you nurture. And I don't believe in that anymore. And I have quite a few reasons why I don't believe in that anymore. So first, let me talk about the nurturing your list and the people that I know that do push this. They are doing it, and the reason that they feel that it's important that you start out fully nurturing your list first before, like, and I'm talking like week, two weeks, three weeks. I mean, how many times are you emailing a week? These these automations could go on for a month. Um, I, I've seen it happen, uh, and and they're doing it because they want to grow the no like trust. No, like trust in quotes. No, like trust. We know that's important, right? We're marketers. We know it's important. People buy from those people that they know, like trust. It's a thing. I get it. I get that that reasoning behind it. I do not agree with it, though. I followed that for a really long time. It also created the mindset for me of, 
my stuff's not worthy. I have to keep giving them free stuff education wise. Like I have to just keep educating. And that was leading me to never selling anything because all I was doing was, oh my gosh, I just need to engage, 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 give, give, give. That's not a business. That's a hobby. And there's nothing wrong with that. But for some of us, it creates a horrible mindset a horrible mindset. And it creates a horrible mindset as me being the marketer and as somebody who's on your list. And you're just educating, 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 educating. There has to be a happy medium. And this is why I say, you do you, boo. I want you comfortable with what you're doing because it's going to change. It will change. We have to change. We have to adapt. Now, I am no longer in events. And this is why it's coming up because I'm talking about for events. There are event coordinators that set up their events and you can't sell to them during the event promo period. And this can be anywhere from, you know, a, a five-day period, three-day period, five-day period, a week, 10 days to uh, three weeks. There's some of them out there that are, are like really long. And during that time, you can't sell to them. And then there's also the mind. Okay, well, well, let's stick with that one. Let's stick with that one because I have another one as well. But that's a really long time. A really long time for people to not really go get a feel for what you do. And I get it. I get the whole no like trust. However, I can build the no like trust while I'm also selling. There is no reason why I can't be educating and selling at the same time. No reason whatsoever. I mean, if I'm selling a workshop, I'm going to talk about some of the tips in there. I'm going to give away some freebies, some freebie ideas in those emails that I'm sending out as a, this is why, look at, look at this part already, how much this has, has this helped you? And yeah, go get the workshop because if this is in this email, imagine what more you're getting. Now, I talked a little bit about the fact that I don't like the whole just nurture, 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 nurture. And there is a a big reason for that. You create your list thinking that they're going to get everything for free. So why do they need to buy anything? Because you're just going to, you're going to keep giving them free information. And then we're helping that idea in their head because we are just constantly giving information. And I say we because I've done it, right? I remember I've, I've done it. I've been there. I just gave away almost everything. I I could have created workshops out of all of the free information that I was giving out. <laughs> it, was, it was that in detail. It was that much. And And since we're in business, creating that list that's always looking for the free information means that it's going to be tougher to sell to them. And you're in business, which means you need to make sales. It's important to make sales. You can't stay in business if you don't make sales. Now, here's you know one other thing I like to bring up. There's a difference in thinking of yourself as a company and kind of going with this whole small business entrepreneur idea. It is important to take a look at what the big guys are doing out there. You know, Coke, Walmart, all of that stuff. 
if you sign up for their list, what's your expectation? You know you're getting sold to immediately, right? I mean, that welcome email is going to go, hey, go shop here. The welcome email will. Because it's a business. And they're not in the in the market to just throw out information. They want you shopping. They want you buying. And I think that that's a really important mindset issue that so many of us have or have had with this whole idea of being a small business as we're, our mindset's keeping us small. Now, I know along the way, different things have helped me branch out of that mindset. And especially when I created my LLC, that was an absolute mindset shift for me. When I became an LLC, it was just like, oh, LLC, that's a big deal. And my brain went click. I'm not just a small business solopreneur. Um, and, And those aren't bad things. They were only bad for me because it kept me small, kept me thinking small. I just had to have those silly little, silly little letters saying, hey, you're taking yourself serious now. This is serious. It really wasn't any different from when I was just running it as a solo proprietorship with my business license. It really wasn't. It was all about that mindset change. I mean, even to the point where, okay, now my bank accounts are in a totally different area in my bank because this is personal stuff and the small business solopreneurs. And this is if you have an LLC corporation, all of that, you log into a business part. I mean, it's even those switches and those switches can be honestly not, they're not huge. Like I said, it doesn't make any difference in how I'm running my business or, you know, attacking it. It's just the mindset of, wow, okay, now you're taking yourself serious. You are stepping up and taking ownership that you now have a company, a company. And like I said, take any of the information that you want, leave any other stuff. Don't take any if it's not for you. But when you really focus on sales and really focus on the fact that you have to make sales and not in a desperation kind of way, in a mindset way of you are required to make sales to be a business, it changes how you feel about those emails that you're sending out. Instead of them being icky, you're like looking at them going, okay, this is a necessity. This is being a business. This is what has to get done and will get done. I will market. And how you're going to market might be a little bit different. You might give more tips in your marketing emails than I do, or than average me, anyone. You might give more tips. You might give more freebie information along with your link to go get more information. And that's the part I want you to take. I want you to take, do what works for you and makes you comfortable because I want you emailing, but market. You must market yourself. You've got to market yourself. So takeaway, I really don't like the only nurture for a really long time. I really don't like it. I don't like how it, how in the past it has created people on my list that don't get used to clicking on links, that don't get used to me selling. I mean, I've heard 
uh, I don't want to call them horror stories. I've heard icky stories where people have gone, you know, two, three weeks with their nurturing sequence. And then all of a sudden they're marketing to these people and they're getting nasty emails back of blah, 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 blah. Oh my God, I can't believe you're just trying to sell this. And they take it to heart. And I don't want you doing that because anybody that signed up to your list knew that you were a business. They knew what they were coming in for. They're coming in for products. They're coming in to learn your new products. And they're coming in to learn more about you because obviously they may, you know, if they're brand new to you, they didn't get to know you yet. So why not give them all of that? All of that. Sell. Don't be afraid of asking for the sale. Sales, sales, sales. Keeps us in business, keeps us happy. When your account's going up, you want to create more because your accounts are booming up. You're doing it. Now there's another aspect where I think I'm just going to group it in here because I don't want to do another podcast recording about it. I have people that are on two different sides for if you are in an event as, as a participant, you're in an event. And especially if it's a big event, People are just like, well, I wait. I don't email them at all, except for like the welcome and their link to go grab their product. I don't email them at all for like two to three weeks because I know that they're getting inundated with all of these emails because they just signed up for all of these emails. And I am always, I call bullshit because if they're just on my list and they don't want to hear from me, I want to make sure that they can unsubscribe right away. I want to be in front of their face when they first signed up with me immediately and getting to know me and getting to know what I do and getting to know my products immediately. And I want to wait a week, two weeks, three weeks. And then I'll be like, oh, hi, do you remember me? You signed up from an event. And they're like, click, bye. No, I don't remember you. Because how many emails are we all getting right now? That's without being in an event. That's just how many emails are we getting right now? So if that is your mindset of not emailing until a long time after events, sit and think on it. Think on why you aren't sending out emails immediately for them to get to know you. I hear I hear, I constantly hear, well, I don't want to overload their emails. What does that matter to you if you're overloading their emails? How does that change your day? How do you know that when you send out the emails, it's overloading their emails? You don't. That's you guessing. That's you guessing. You don't know if that person only signed up for your product in that giant giveaway. You might've been the only one in that giveaway. They're like, oh my God, I want to follow her. I want this product and I would love to get to know her. She looks like she's cool. She's got everything that I, I am looking for. I'm vibing with her message. And then you don't email them for two to three weeks. And then you come back and go, oh, hi. You probably don't remember, but I am... And now you just totally turned off somebody who was totally vibing and ready to buy from you at the beginning, okay? Think of it that way. Think of it that way instead of the whole, like, I know that they're just overloaded with emails. 
because that's a bullshit mindset. You don't know that. You do not know that. So that's you telling yourself, I don't need to do anything right away because I've made this assumption about who they are and what they want. No, let them make the choice. Because meanwhile, while you're not sending out the emails for a week, two weeks, three weeks, somebody else is. And somebody else is going to make those sales. Because somebody already know, did the no like, trust right away, connected with them, asked them for the sale, and they jumped in. Three weeks down the road, when you come back, they've already moved on. I mean, look at us on the internet. They've already moved on. And that can be part of the problem with the nurturing emails as well. If you're doing this sequence of only them getting to know you, meanwhile, they're opening up other emails that might be on a similar topic and they've taken a look at them and they've already done no like trust and sale. Could be that very first email they get, could be the second email they got, but they already connected with that person and found the thing that they needed that they believe will help them move forward. So by the time you get on there a week later, two weeks later, three weeks later, they're like, oh, thanks, but I've already. I've already found my person who's helping me with that. You're leaving money on the table. No like trust and sell. There's no reason it can't be all four. No reason it can't be all four. But again, do what feels right for you. If it's not working, switch it up. I dare you. If what you're doing is not working, switch it up. Change it up. Stop paying attention to one person (laughs) one big person who does it this way. Because if it's working for them, that's cool. It works for them. If it's not working for you, not cool. Not working for you. Not filling your bank account. All right? So nurture versus selling. I say both. Both. Nurture and sell. There's no reason why you can't. All right. All right. 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 All right. Oh my gosh. Made it through without getting super squirrely. Hope you're not disappointed in that. (laughs) Don't worry. You can go back to some other episodes or I'm squirrely or just wait, just wait until some future episodes. I'm sure the squirrels will come out rampant, but I'm glad that I got them under control because that means that I'm going to go hit my to-do list now and crank out some stuff. (laughs) And I have quite a few emails to go write to nurture and sell at the same time. All right. I'll chat at you next week. 